0: You are listening to Off The Cuff. Now, here's your host, Adam Banks.
1: Welcome, everybody, to Off The Cuff. I am Adam Banks coming at you live from the Belmont studio here in Lexington, Kentucky. Amber is in the studio with me. Amber, how's it going?
0: You know, it's uh, it's almost the holidays. Yes,
1: the holidays are the here. Holidays. Black Friday is coming up. Are we going to go Black Friday shopping? I think we are. Are you prepared for it?
0: Um, uh, you know, I follow a couple of bloggers on Instagram that are kind of local. Yeah. Uh, just to see like, you know, what they put up and, you know, where I want to go shopping. Mm-hmm. And then I'll do my own research, you know, like I know there's a couple of things I want to buy, which you mentioned a couple of things you wanted to buy. Yeah. So.
1: I want to go to Walmart. I love going to Walmart on Black Friday because Walmart has everything.
0: I always get Tupperware.
1: Tupperware?
0: Yes. I always get Tupperware. Is
1: it a really good deal on Tupperware? I
0: mean, not really because it's terrible quality Tupperware. Um, One year I made it in time to get the Rubbermaid, and Mm -hmm. I think that actually was either the first year that Wiley and I were together or it was the first year of our marriage. Okay. Um, And I'm pretty sure it was the first year we were together because I remember I absolutely had a meltdown.
1: Well, last year I got a fire stick. And uh, I think I bought a few gifts, but I usually Black Friday shop for myself. Self. Yeah, I get a lot of stuff for myself, stuff that I normally wouldn't buy. Like I'll buy, I go to Express because they have everything 50% off there and I like their clothes. Um, I go to Walmart, I'll get stuff that I've been like, safe like headphones. I'll probably buy headphones, some okay. Apple headphones, maybe at the Apple store. Uh, Are
0: you really trying to go to Apple
1: on Black Friday? Friday? Yeah, I'm sure they got deals on Black Friday.
0: Well, that, that's not what I'm insinuating. I'm insinuating the crowd.
1: The crowd's going to be bad. It always is. The mall is, is cool. I like going to the mall on Black Friday. I've
0: never been to the mall on Black Friday. Never? Never. In the 10 years I've been here, I have never been. I usually avoid that area. It's
1: wild because it's so late at night. Because now they do Black Friday on Thursday. On
0: Thursday.
1: So, which makes no sense. But... They do Black Friday on Thursday now, but it's so weird because it's like midnight and the mall is full. It's like it's 12 o'clock in the afternoon.
0: Well, what time did we go a couple of weeks ago and there was nobody there? So that would be an interesting change.
1: It is. I mean, it, it being that late, but the line's out the door in some stores because of the deals. And here's my thing on all of that. I think people need to sometimes just check themselves. Like, wake up. It's you're only saving a couple of dollars. Like, chill out. Like, is hitting people or running over people to worth get
0: it? get paper-thin dollar towels at Walmart, that's going to be a solid no for I
1: mean, me. for somebody to save $50, $60 on a television, they will knock somebody in the head yes. over it.
0: They will run you over with their cart. I mean, I, one of my favorite pastimes around this time is watching the Black Friday fights on YouTube.
1: <laughs> oh, there will be Black Friday fights. Oh,
0: there's, and, and, and you know what town I have seen several times be on YouTube for is, Black Friday? Is it in Kentucky? It is, at uh, Whitesburg.
1: Whitesburg?
0: Whitesburg. At the Whitesburg Walmart? At the Whitesburg Walmart.
1: Because that's the only place there is to shop there, so there's no variety. So, no, there's
0: absolutely no variety. So
1: people get stuck in wanting to get everything at walmart there
0: well but i think sometimes it's like you you want that that high because i think some people like
1: and that's what it's about i think that's what it's about because i i'm like where's where does people's logic go on black friday okay you're you're saving 20 30 bucks on some stuff overall you're gonna go to jail but you're gonna go to you know you'll fight people you'll push people out of the way you know you'll be aggressive and i'm like where's the logic in that why don't you just pay the extra amount and I think you hit it on the uh, the nail on the head there that it's the high. Yeah. It's just getting the discount. Yeah. It's like gambling.
0: I love being able to go into Old Navy. and You and I talked about this very heavily when I had done this last December and January. I got probably over 70 pieces. So, 70 different pieces for under $100 yeah. at Old Navy. Uh, and I could absolutely... If I could bottle... How I felt going through all those aisles, and I'm not even gonna lie—I'm pretty sure I was hitting people with my cart, mm-hmm. and I was slinging stuff. So uh, I get it.
1: But it, it is like gambling; is it's about the discount. So it's it's like you'll go in the casino with twenty dollars, but if you walk out with like just five dollars ahead, it's just a rush yeah. because you won that money. Like
0: you won that—that that was something that was completely. Luck. luck. And luck made you lucky. Yeah, and you day. didn't
1: and you didn't earn it or whatever. It was just like it was just money that you saved, you got. And that's how Black Friday is. People just treat that extra discount as just money they've won. Mm-hmm. If they've saved sixty dollars, it's like they won sixty dollars.
0: Yep. And there are a lot of there are a lot of cool things that do kind of go on, you know, during Black Friday sales. You know, a lot of the local shops, um the KY shop, they always give out T shirts and L yeah, uh, during Black Friday and Kentucky for Kentucky always has stuff going on. Yeah, and
1: they have the TVs always on great sales. I mean, oh, the, yeah. the TV the TV sets are always like half price on Black Friday. So if you're going to get a TV, got to get it on Black Friday.
0: And
1: sound bars. Sound bars.
0: Yes.
1: You know, are you going to get one? I fully
0: plan on getting sound
1: bar. And put it in the studio.
0: Put it in
1: the studio. We need. A sound bar sound in a studio. It only makes sense.
0: So this isn't one of the topics we discussed, but I do have to say it. Uh, we actually done something pretty cool. What's that? Saturday night. Who? You and I. Saturday. Saturday night. Um, I had been out, friend's birthday, and I knew I wanted to hang out with Banks, uh, so I hit him up on my, on my drive home, and he came over, and we hung out, and we sat in the studio, which has been... <laughs> Uh, really designed. In
1: the Belmont studio. And, uh, we watched Child's Play. Oh, yeah, we did. That was fun. You know? Yeah. We talked about Child's Play on the last podcast. How they're rebooting the movie. So, it only makes sense for us to get together before we go watch the reboot and watch the original Child's Play. That's a good movie.
0: That actually was a good movie. I feel like we both, we both jumped at the first kill scene. Yeah. I feel like it, it startled both of them. And but. I
1: think it was real creative how they have Chucky, the view of Chucky walking through the halls. And like you see from Chucky's perspective what things look what like. Things look so like. the camera is very low. I think that's creepy. They It was done really, really well. Child's Play, I think it was a great movie. It's understandable why it continued to be a franchise. I.
0: I fully agree. Child's Play 2 will always be my favorite, but unfortunately we did not have the privilege of watching that when we were Child's Play
1: 1. I found Child's Play 2 on YouTube, so if you can get YouTube I it. I have it.
0: I have it on DVD okay. and VHS. So
1: we'll have to watch Child's Play 2 now. Yeah. Yeah. I want Whichever media you would like. If, I wish Katherine Hicks would make a return.
0: I don't she, know. They did not give her enough storyline. Like, you know, they hint that her husband has recently passed. So you know, briefly in the movie. But they didn't really give her a background. They just said she was
1: thrown in the loony bin. I think it would be great if they did a child's play where Catherine Hicks got out of the loony bin and she's gone to face off Chucky and she takes Chucky down.
0: Well, that would be way too much like Halloween. It is.
1: But they need to do something with Catherine Hicks. They need to bring her back somehow. She was an original. She was kind of the star of the movie.
0: We'll see.
1: I mean, so they should bring her back. But... Black Friday, we're definitely going to go we're definitely going to go shopping, but Amber A Lot has been going on in the world and one of the things that's going on, have you heard about this Chipotle situation where this manager of Chipotle was working and two black gentlemen came in wanted to order quesadillas? What was it? Uh, They wanted to order burritos. Burritos. And the manager said, no, I'm not going to let you order without you paying me first because you guys come in here a lot and never have any money. Is that what it was?
0: She made a very generalized statement. And if that's all I heard and that, you know, as of this morning, you know, when, you know, it was the story that I read, I thought, you know what? She needed to get fired. You know, we, we need to remember to have respect for everyone.
1: Is that true? Is that what she said, though?
0: That is what she said. She did make that generalized statement.
1: And they immediately said, that's racist.
0: Yep. Immediately. And she was immediately fired by Chipotle. And this is not the first time that we have had issues with Chipotle.
1: Was it racist? I mean, she just said... she said If
0: the only thing that I would have known would have been... Two gentlemen walk in, and she tells them to prepay because their kind never has money... Yes, that is racist. So that now that I know the end of the story, I don't feel like we can even use race anymore. Yeah. And I feel like even hypothetically, I can't now because I know what happened. Yes. I know I know the I know the rest of the story now. Yes. And that is unfortunately these gentlemen have tweeted several times over the last um I think it was 4 years. They went back um about uh Dining and dashing, which I feel is something we talked about.
1: Dining and dashing, yeah, is just basically going into a restaurant, eating your food, and and then you leave. You leave, you don't pay for it.
0: And these gentlemen have made several, um, you know, tweets about how they were, you know, dining and dashing here tonight, and you know, I only left my Applebee's waitress, you know, 20 twenty cent tip, you know, thing things like that. So add all of that in front of her. You know, saying what she said, these gentlemen walk in, no, y'all have to pay because y'all never have money and you dine in dash.
1: Yes. And uh, Chipotle hired her back.
0: They they have reinstated her. They apologized. They have, they have committed to retraining employees. And, and I do agree, it probably could have been handled... Maybe a little bit better.
1: I do, but and here's the thing. Chipotle put this manager in a situation to where she had to make a call. You know, a manager is hired to take care of the store, to run it like it's your very own, and to make sure the best decisions are made for that store. Yep. And she made a call because she, I guess, knew who these people were, yep. and she said, now that we know the whole story, we yep. can make an assessment that she knew who these people were, and she says, listen... She basically was just saying straight up, I know what you're about to do. You're going to order the food, and you're going to leave. So she said, before I give you your food, you're going to have to pay me. And they they shouted out, you're racist. And that's when this whole media thing got stirred up. But because of their stupidity of tweeting out that they dine and dashed, they're caught. And now she's got vindicated and now rehired by Chipotle.
0: I will say it was probably still very poor choices of words. That probably would not have been the way that I would approach it, you know. How would
1: you have approached that? I
0: think I would have, you know, when they come up, you know, if I knew for 100% certainty that these were the people who had dined and dashed, I would I, I would honestly be like, you know, gentlemen, before I can serve you, I, I need you to pay for the meal that you dined and dashed. If you know for a fact that these are the people who done it, and I'd say at that point they probably would have just turned around and left. because at that point she honestly could have called the police.
1: Yeah, but you know you don't know until you're in her shoes. She might have been a little intimidated by him, so sure she didn't she want was. to call, she, do she a stir up. She was younger, and uh, here's the thing: <laughs> if she would have just if they would have done and dashed, it wouldn't have been on her.
0: So she could have let it go. It's still on the company, so if you're consistently losing money... So it wouldn't be the act of one person dining and dashing. It would be them going and telling their friends, Oh, man, you can get a fast one over on Chipotle over you know, on Richmond Road. Yeah. And then their friends are going to come in, and then their friends are going to tell friends. Yeah. And then before you know it, the Chipotle on Richmond Road is going to have to shut down because they're making no profit in a day.
1: Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I think that she... It, it was good that she was vindicated because she was put in a situation where she had to make a judgment call yep. of being the manager of Chipotle. And it's just funny how things work out. Don't always just assume right off the bat that someone's being racist. I, I don't, now that we know the whole story, yep. we knew she was just straight up saying, I know who you are. Yep. I know what you're about to do to the store. So you're going to pay me first. It had nothing yep. to do with the color of their skin or anything nope, like that. It had
0: everything to do with them breaking the wall.
1: Chris Watts, Amber, he is known as the Colorado Killer.
0: He is actually known as, the, as one of the most inhumane. Um, I have kept up with this story um, heavily since yes. it came out in August. Yes. Um, so Explain to
1: the audience a little bit about who Chris Watts is and what's happened.
0: So Chris Watts, a 35-year-old male in Denver, Colorado... Um, at s- some point in his life, we'll say something just wasn't right with this man. Mm-hmm. He has a beautiful, like something had to happen to him, right? Maybe, in his, you know, in his younger, younger days, years. yeah,
1: 35, 35. so young I've man,
0: married, uh, okay. two children, and a child on the way. Okay. Unfortunately, Mister Watts had sprung a love interest at work, and this is something that happens all the time.
1: Not Sean Watts,
0: uh, not Sean Watts, um, at all. Uh, but, unfortunately, he had, you know, he had started seeing, you know, uh, one of the ladies that he worked with. And he had reached out to her, you know, letting her know that he was, you know, in the process of getting divorced. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, what I would like to refer to as a bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. And, unfortunately, she, she you know, she entertained all of what he had said. And then uh, when he actually, you know, was letting her know that... You know his wife was gone um you know the story that was painted originally was that he had walked in and she, I, i'm gonna say her name and i think i'm gonna say it wrong uh shana
1: uh-huh
0: i think is how you say it um i know irony so um he, what chris had stated was that he came in and his two kids were dead and his wife had done it so he killed her out of a you know fit of rage um but unfortunately that I don't think that's how it went down. His wife um, uh, was found in a shallow grave, and his two uh, girls under the age of five were found in crude oil uh,
1: barrels. So he killed them. So he's uh, a wicked, horrible human being. I think being.
0: he just wanted to be... I think he met this woman that he worked with, and I'm sure he actually probably really liked her, and he wanted a fresh start. What
1: is it about people who feel like that killing the people that you love and that are in your life is what you got to do to get a fresh start? That is the last thing you got to do. All you got to do is pretty much... you got a mental problem if you do that. Like a serious mental problem. If you Seriously, they're, you're mentally ill because no healthy mind is going to say,
0: "Oh, I'm going to kill this person." I'm going to no. go kill
1: this. You just divorce and see your kids on the weekend, and
0: I think he just wanted to completely not have any of that responsibility, or though. just run
1: away, or just leave and not have anything to do with your kids. Don't kill them. Well, just it's better just to leave them and just to be a deadbeat than to kill them. Wouldn't you agree? I would. I fully agree. I think the kids would have appreciated it more. If their dad had just been a deadbeat to him, then killed him, and it's crazy that somebody can be that evil. And
0: it happens all the time. I mean, unfortunately, it happens all the time.
1: So it's, he's convicted.
0: He is convicted. He was. Um, he is now serving a life sentence with no possibility of parole. Um, Great. You know, I just wish that we did have harsher laws on you know things of this nature. You know, I I can understand. You know, you're fighting off somebody. You know, I guess it is just called manslaughter. You know, you're defending yourself. And
1: So you think something else should have been done to him do. other than that sentence? But what can be worse than life in prison?
0: I mean, Adam, have you seen some of the prisons now? Uh,
1: internationally? Like, uh, international well, prisons? No, yeah. I'm
0: talking about the prisons located here in the United States. No,
1: I know some international prisons have dirt floors, though.
0: Ours are not like that our no, our we our, have our, nice you know, ones our penitentiary system is not like that no. we I, you know i was i think we just actually conversed about this in my like life, but there was a gentleman um who had confessed to killing, i think it was like more than twenty women uh but he would only tell them where their bodies were if they gave him um, Xbox one, so they got him an Xbox just one just like a
1: movie and just like that movie. The Law punishment
0: that the man was going to get was they weren't going to get him Xbox Live.
1: What? Yeah. That was insane. But the prisons, yeah, here in the United States are so much better. They're so much more lavish compared to the international prisons. Yes. But still, I think being confined and never seeing the outside world. Like, I know a guy who, I'm, uh, who I know really well who just got out of jail. And he said it just felt great to be in a car. To ride down the road after he got out of jail, and I was sitting there thinking, like, wow, like that small thing felt that good. Walking into a gas station, he said, "Walking into a gas station, it, it, uh, he, it overwhelmed him." Oh, so you know, I I think could you? And he was only in there six months, so imagine being in there for sixty years.
0: I mean, I agree it's probably not easy at all, but I don't know. I just, you know, I think about those girls, you know. I just think about his kids.
1: Yeah. You think he should be put to death?
0: Um, honestly, I don't know. I feel I feel weird when I say that I am, you know, for the death penalty, but then I also, you know, have to be true to myself. And in some, some cases, yes, I, I actually do believe it is fair and fitting
1: punishment. Definitely understand that. Well, UK, Amber, is doing nothing but good things. A lot of positivity going on in UK sports. It's about time. Kentucky football has finally won eight games. It's been a long time since that's happened. Is
0: it 1995? Is that the last time that
1: we won? I looked up. I tried to find the date, and I couldn't find it. So is it 95? I feel like
0: it's either 94 or 95. The last time we won eight games. The last time that we had won this many games.
1: So, yeah, and awesome part about this is, is the season's still not over. We play Louisville this coming Saturday, which we probably will win. I think Kentucky opened up at like a 30-point favorite against, oh, Louis, against Louisville. So that's nine wins. And then if we go to a bow and win the bow, which we will go to a bow, if we win the bow, that's ten wins. That's that a ten-win season. Yeah, for Kentucky football, a basketball school, that's insane. Senior day was last Saturday. I went to the game. It was a cold game. Started at noon. They introduced the seniors. It started off with a big bang. Senior Mike Edwards, the safety, got a uh, a pick six and ran about 60 yards with the ball for a touchdown. And if you knew the whole outcome of the game, which Kentucky won, they only won by eight points. um, It was because of what happened there right at the beginning. The first minute is the reason they won. So if that hadn't happened, Kentucky could have lost. Kentucky, I think people, I think the fans are still excited because it's eight wins. Probably going to be nine, but it's it's exciting. Seniors, Derek Beatty, Chris Westry, Jordan Jones, all those guys, Mike Edwards, they're leaving. They're graduating. A lot of them were a part of the defense. I would say this is the best defense in Kentucky football history. It's because of that defense is the reason we won. Benny Snell, he's not a senior, but he is going to, it probably was the last time we all seen him on Kroger Field playing football.
0: I would say he's going to draft at all. yeah yeah
1: he's he's gonna go to the draft um he'll probably go third round I say a lot of these seniors are gonna enter the draft try to go to the draft maybe a couple of them will go I only see one or two going I think a lot of them will get signed after the draft but yeah. I could see one or two maybe three going into the draft but a lot of exciting things going on there Kentucky basketball they're on a winning streak they won their last three games
0: I'm buying our tickets tomorrow. Are
1: you going to get us lower arena tickets?
0: I am going to try my best to get us lower arena Are tickets.
1: Are you going to put us on the side or behind the go?
0: I'm going to put us on the opposing team side.
1: Okay. Close to the bench? As
0: close as I'll get
1: us. Oof. How, wh- what game is this?
0: This is going to be the University of Kentucky versus Tennessee State.
1: Okay. that's Is that the next game? Is
0: no. That- it's not until February. Okay. Yeah, it's in, it's in February. Not uh,
1: Tennessee, Tennessee State, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's in not. Those tickets probably be a thousand yeah. dollars. Kentucky and Tennessee, which would be an awesome game to
0: no, get to. No, it is Kentucky Tennessee. The vol the Vols.
1: You said Tennessee State.
0: Well, sorry, I messed
1: You're up. You're taking us to Tennessee. If
0: I can get tickets, yes.
1: that's the biggest game of the year
0: i'm getting i'm i am so i signed up for text message alerts and they alerted me yesterday that tickets going so tomorrow
1: that really excites me since that's the game we possibly could be going to just let me tell you a little history of last season with kentucky tennessee whites the biggest game this year we beat tennessee uh they beat us twice last year and we met them in the SEC tournament. We beat them in the championship for the SEC championship. So now Tennessee wants the revenge. Tennessee's good this season. Tennessee could be a Final Four team. And we play Tennessee this year. They, we play them at Tennessee.
0: And then we play them here.
1: That's sold out. Tennessee has already sold that out, that game. Whew. And that's not till like February or Maybe it's December, but then we play Tennessee. Yep,
0: I think it's like February 2nd. It's either the 2nd or the 20th.
1: Yeah, that's a big game.
0: It's on a Saturday, and, you know, them Saturday games get a little crazy.
1: Those Saturday games do get a little crazy. And I, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's at eight, 8 o'clock.
0: It's later in the evening. It's either 6, six or 8.
1: Okay, because I know CBS carries them, so if, C, if it's CBS, it's probably 6.
0: Yeah, it's either 6 or 8.
1: Good stuff. I didn't
0: didn't realize you didn't realize what game I was talking about.
1: I did not realize.
0: Yes, that is where we're going.
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening to another episode of Off the Cuff. It's always fun to have you. Amber, it's always wonderful to have you in the studio. I guess
0: it's okay being here. You guess it's okay? It's okay being here sometimes. You like it? Well, yeah.
1: I mean, you keep coming back.
0: It's a good time.
1: And the fans like you. The audience has it grown? I mean, I keep telling people, I'm like, this is the new co-host.
0: They barely like me.
1: But they do like you. I have done episodes with people before where I have had no chemistry with them. And they've even asked me, they've like, can I be your co-host? No.
0: No. I feel like to be your co-host, you have to be able to do a couple of different things. What's that? Number one, we have to be able to converse. Yes. Number two, I have to be willing to put up everything you don't want to put up or handle any business you don't want to handle,
1: and be willing to listen to my controversial comments, yeah. like because I'm very controversial. And sometimes I'll say things, and like you got to be willing to be put on the spot, and you handle Ooh, that yeah. really well. Like I put my co-host on the spot, and like. You, I put you on the. On you the, be on the, spot, on all the time. spot all the time. I just bring stuff up, and you got to be able to handle that. Well, and, and you do it well.
0: The last, the last thing is, you know, if you don't know all the words to 90s Shania Twain.
1: Yeah, if and yeah, that's the last requirement. You have to know every single word to "Whose bed have you boots been under?"
0: Yep, and I feel that one good.
1: <laughs> you also know every single word to the Humpty Dumpty
0: dance. <laughs> I do know all the words to the, the Humpty dance. And uh, apparently, as of Saturday night, I know all of the words to Bad Touch by the Bloodhound Gang.
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thank you for listening to the show. Amber, thanks for being here. I'm Adam Banks, and I will see you in the next episode.